How y'all doing? This is Big Sir on behalf of Another Chance Foundation. Want to keep you guys updated on the coronavirus and what's going on in our prisons. Um, as some of you may have heard, um, it did hit Louisiana really hard. Um, but first, I want to open up in a word of prayer um, just so I can make sure we keep the first things first, um, the more important things at the head of this show and at the end of this show um, as regards to one of our viewers. So I appreciate that. And it was Randy um, who who decided that we should possibly um, open up in prayer and in prayer. And I definitely uh, believe that's a good thing to do, especially in times that we face right now. So um, let's just go to the Lord real quick. Father God, I thank you for this time um, that we get to uh, just fellowship. Father God, with viewers and listeners, I pray for families out there that are being affected by this coronavirus, um, and in specific, Father God, the prisoners who who need help, Father God, who need guidance, and the prison leadership who who also needs help and guidance to uh, make quick, um, decisive decisions during this time, Lord. We thank you for your guidance in, uh, in our lives, and we know you're in control, um, and just pray for this time as we speak. Um, I love you, and I thank you for your son and sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. So, man, I just wanted to come to you guys and, and share um, what... Um, is going on in the news right now. I'm mean, an explosion of coronavirus cases cripples a federal prison in Louisiana. A federal prison in Louisiana has within days exploded with coronavirus cases, leading to the death of one inmate on Saturday. The admission of a guard into a hospital intensive care unit and positive test results for another 30 inmates and staff. Patrick Jones, 49, was the first inmate in the Federal Bureau of Prisons diagnosed with the novel coronavirus, which caused COVID-19 in the first to die. Wow, and we got that right there from the Washington Post um, article. Um, so we see now that it has entered um, into the prison system. The Federal Bureau of Prisons has now killed um, one of the prisoners, and it has infected 30 inmates in that case, and no telling how many more in that specific prison. Uh, we knew we would get to this point, sadly, um, because there hasn't been enough action, especially in the, the federal side of prisons. I have I have seen people being released in, in state, um, in, in jails and stuff like that, but haven't heard of anything going on in the federal prisons yet. Um, and, and, and to that point, we see that there are 30 inmates infected. Um, there will possibly be more deaths um, around that, that cluster in Louisiana. So now um, that we see that, that we have that information, we must act, like I said, I am not here to bash any prison leadership at all, um, but I am here to advocate for those prisoners, um, and we need to act. There has to be some kind of decisive action because of this, what we see now, that if, if you just sit and you don't do anything, the cases will rise, people will die, there will be mass death in our prisons. Um, and so, man, I just pray for the family um, of Patrick and, and the family of all those infected right now. Um, there are um, COs that are infected as well. I pray for their families. Um, someone has to make a decision. Someone has to act. Uh, like I said, there are going to be pluses and minuses to, to any decision that you make. But please make a decision to keep people safe. Um, just to keep you updated on other emails that we're getting. I mean, guys are... Um, being helped. Um, like I said, I speak to my brother. My brother's in federal prison. Um, he was just telling me a little bit about what they're doing. They're on lockdown for most of the day. They get out for only 30 minutes. Um, they are, um, the guards are coming through spraying bottles and uh, with bleach in it. 
um, and they're allowing them to wipe their toilet seats, wipe their cells down. Um, but like I said, you know, that that's that's really the crux of all they kind of get to do at this point. My brother's more worried about the guards coming in and out of the building. They could bring it in. And, and so, um, which is a, I mean, which is a concern for most prisoners, you know, that the guards are the people that are really possibly going to be the ones to actually bring the, the COVID-19 in um, into the prison. And once it's in there, we see that it could do great damage. Um, and so, like I said, man, to that point, now what do you do? Um, and, and man, it's, it's it's tough. It's tough for everyone, right? This is not a easy decision for anyone. The, the president had to make crazy calls. I'm at the beginning of all of this, and and I do believe he made a good decision in in shutting down the flight and from coming in from China. I think it would have been way worse at this point, and and, and so it's still caused a, a great uproar in our country. But I think it would have been way worse if we were still allowing the Chinese people to bring it over. It would have spread rapidly. Uh, so now that, that, that we see that it's spreading rapidly in the prisons, what do we do now? Someone has to act. Someone has to make a big decision. I, and, and, of course, I'm just an advocate. You know, I, I want to speak to, to to the guys that have to make that decision. Like I said, my prayers are with you, but please do something. People's lives are dependent on it. And if you think that it won't infect the community, once it spreads in the prisons, it's going to get out. There are 2.3 million prisoners approximately in the system right now. And if we allow the COVID-19 to just run rampant through our prisons, it's going to infect the community. Like I said, there are people coming in and out of those prisons on a day-to-day basis. It will just continue to spread unless we stop it. The book has to stop at someone. Prison leadership, I'm calling you to act right now. Please, please, please make a decision. Make it abrupt. I know there are going to be people who who don't like the decision. There are going to be people who love the decision. I guarantee there are going to be family members that are thankful to have that 70-year-old, that that 65-year-old, that 80-year-old that's sitting in prison for for 20, 30 years, and they come home to their family. There are going to be people people so excited about that. I'm not not telling you to release a capital murder of someone that's... um, um, in prison now acting a fool but but man for that person that's been sitting there for 20 30 years they're rehabilitated they've started all these things they're they're old they're at risk um just just give them the few years that they have left with their family release them for those who already have cancer who already have these diseases they're already at risk if you just allow them to sit there um and die man that blood is on your hands and i I hate to be as blunt as that, but that's the truth. Um, if someone has to say it, so I'll be the first. Um, someone has to start making decisions. Um, 30 people have it now. There's no telling how many more people have it because everyone hasn't been tested down there. You already got one man that's passed away from it. You got um, CEOs testing positive for it. Someone has to make the decisions. Federal government, please act. Please act for the prisoners. Please act for the families. It will affect the community, um, like I said. So I just want to um, close this out with a word of prayer. Just want to get that information out to you guys. Um, but 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 thanks for listening. Father God, I just want to come before you uh, once again and just pray for the family of, of the inmate that, that has died from the coronavirus. 
Um, Father God, just just pray that you you touch them in this time of grieving and you you bring them some some support and some strength, Father. Um, I pray for all those infected, Father God, across the world, um, that, that they know that you are God and you are in control. Uh, we love you and we thank you for the opportunity to advocate, Lord. Um, I pray that this message gets out to millions, uh, that people hear what's going on and they act they act because they've heard, Father God, and they know the truths of it, Lord. Man, pray for our prisoners all across this world, Lord. Um, that are also being infected and affected by this, Lord. I pray for their safety. Father God, send them the chemicals they need to clean their cells. Father God, touch them. Father God, with your healing hand. I pray for families across the world. I pray for finances. I pray for miraculous healing across the world, Lord. We love you and we thank you, Father God. Let us be at peace because we know you're in control. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, I just, I just, I'm Deontay Garrett, also known as Big Sir, here on behalf of Another Chance Foundation. I pray that this message reaches you well. You guys have a great night.